0: Lib Liberals reading Leviticus in Tory Times, 2018, Everett Fox's translation, it's chapter 23. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, The appointed times of Yahweh which you are to proclaim to them as proclamations of holiness. These are they my appointed times. For six days may work be done, but on the seventh day is Sabbath, Sabbath ceasing, a proclamation of holiness, any kind of work you are not to do. It is Sabbath to Yahweh throughout all all your settlements. These are the appointed times of Yahweh, proclamations of holiness, which you are to proclaim at their appointed times. On the first new moon, on the 14th after the new moon, between the setting times, is Passover to Yahweh. On the 15th day after this new moon, is the pilgrimage festival of matzah to Yahweh. For seven days, matzah you are to eat. On the first day, a proclamation of holiness shall there be for you any kind of servile work you are not to do. You are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh for seven days. On the seventh day is a proclamation of holiness Any kind of servile work you are not to do. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel and say to them, When you enter the land that I am giving to you, and you harvest its harvest, you are to bring the premier sheaf of your harvest to the priest. He is to elevate the sheaf before the presence of Yahweh for acceptance for you. On the morrow of the Sabbath, the priest is to elevate it. You are to perform a sacrifice on the day of your elevating the sheaf. A sheep, holy sound, in its first year as an offering up to Yahweh, and its grain gift, two-tenths measures of flour mixed with oil, a fire offering to Yahweh, a soothing savor, and its poured offering of wine, a fourth of a hin. Now bread or parched grain or groats you are not to eat until that same day, until you have brought the near offering of your God. It is a law of the ages into your generations throughout your settlements, and you are to number for yourselves from the morrow of the Sabbath, from the day you are to bring the elevated sheaf, seven Sabbaths of days, whole weeks they are to be, Until the morrow of the seventh Sabbath, you are to number fifty days. Then you are to bring near a grain gift of new crops to Yahweh. From your settlements, you are to bring bread as an elevation offering. Two loaves of two-tenth measures of flour are they to be leavened. You are to bake them as firstfruits to Yahweh. And you are to bring near, along with the bread, seven sheep, holy sound, a year old, and one bull, a young of the herd, and rams, two. They shall be an offering up for Yahweh, with their grain gift and their poured offerings, a fire offering of soothing savor to Yahweh. And you are to perform a sacrifice, one hairy goat, for a hatat, two sheep a year old, for a slaughter offering, a shalom. The priest is to elevate them, together with the bread of the first fruits, as an elevation offering, before the presence of Yahweh, together with the two sheep. They shall be a holy portion, for Yahweh, for the priest. And you are to make proclamation, on that same day, A proclamation of holiness shall there be for you. Any kind of servile work you are not to do, a law for the ages, throughout your settlements, into your generations. Now when you harvest the harvest of your land, you are not to finish off the edge of your field when you harvest it. The full gleaning of your harvest you are not to glean. For the afflicted and for the sojourner you are to leave them. I am Yahweh, your God. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, On the seventh new moon, on day one of the new moon, you are to have Sabbath ceasing, a reminder by horn blasting, a proclamation of holiness. Any kind of servile work you are not to do, you are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Mark, on the tenth after this seventh new moon, it is the day of atonement. A proclamation of holiness shall be there for you. You are to afflict yourselves and you are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. Any kind of work you are not to do on that same day, for it is the day of atonement to effect atonement for you before the presence of Yahweh your God. Indeed, if any person does not afflict himself on that same day, he is to be cut off from his kinspeople. And if any person does any kind of work on that same day, I will cause that person to perish from amidst his kinspeople. Any kind of work that you are not to do, a law for the ages in your generations throughout all your settlements, it is Sabbath, a Sabbath ceasing for you. You are to afflict yourselves. On the ninth day, after the new moon, at sunset, from sunset to sunset you are to make a ceasing of your ceasing. Yahweh spoke to Moshe, saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, On the fifteenth day of this seventh new moon, the pilgrimage festival of huts for seven days, To Yahweh. On the first day is a proclamation of holiness, any kind of servile work you are not to do. For seven days you are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. On the eighth day, a proclamation of holiness shall there be for you. You are to bring near a fire offering to Yahweh. It is a day of restraint. Any kind of servile work you are not to do. These are the appointed times of Yahweh, which you are to proclaim as proclamations of holiness, to bring near fire offerings to Yahweh, offering up grain gift, slaughter offering, poor offerings, each day's protocol in its day aside from the Sabbaths of Yahweh, aside from your presence, aside from all your vow offerings and all your freewill offerings that you give to Yahweh. Mark, on the 15th day after the 7th new moon, when you have gathered in the produce of the land, you are to celebrate as pilgrimage the pilgrimage festival of Yahweh for 7 days. On the first day is a Sabbath ceasing, and on the eighth day is a Sabbath ceasing. You are to take yourselves on the first day the fruit of beautiful trees, the branches of palms, boughs of thick tree foliage and willows from the brook. And you are to rejoice before the presence of Yahweh your God for seven days. You are to celebrate it as pilgrimage pilgrimage festival to Yahweh for seven days a year, a law for the ages throughout your generations. In the seventh new moon, you are to celebrate it as pilgrimage. In huts, you are to stay for seven days. Every native in Israel is to stay in huts in order that your generations may know that in huts I had the children of Israel stay when they brought them out of the land of Egypt, I am Yahweh, your God. So Moshe declared the appointed times of Yahweh to the children of Israel. So ends chapter 23. Chapter 23, Recreational Holy Days. Ours is the generation that coined 24-7 to describe continuous chronological time commitments. We're never off. While time can be measured in empirically equal units, we all know that the shape of time is about quality, not just quantity. Religious people measure out our lives in rhythms of relief and festival celebration, re-creation in holy days. Recreation and holidays. Leviticus begins the recitation of fixed times, God time, to be proclaimed as sacred. And the first of these is the weekly Sabbath. Work six days, but on the seventh, complete rest. Sacred occasion, doing no work. It's not a long text, because it's so fundamentally a given from various versions of the Decalogue after sabbath passover the next in priority order the first month based on the second temple period on a solely lunar calendar of lunar months adjusted regularly the sanhedrin had the final say on adjusting the calendar but let's call it springtime you know that passover relates to easter in different lunar calculations don't let Passover offering on the first evening slip by too fast. That means slaughtering the Paschal lambs at twilight. Imagine the traffic at the temple altar that evening. The texts are brief, as with the Sabbath. Details are repla- repeated elsewhere. Everybody knows the drill. Then you stick to unleavened bread seven days. You don't work on the first of the days or the seventh of the days like extra Sabbaths that makes of Passover a week-long festivity. What's your highest hebdomadal routine of relief from your 24-7 always-on life? How do you celebrate and protect yourself I'm not driving worship attendance as the sumum bonum, but I do use absence as an opportunity to ask what it is you chose that was better. If it's family time, did it look like that from a God's eye view? What's your biggest annual full week off from 24-7, 365? How are you recreated? How are those days holy, sacred, and not mundane? Huge industries of leisure and travel sell us the promise, but from a God's eye view, how do our habits compare with these first fruits and weeks? Our spring is harvest time. Feast of unleavened bread. The Omer, the Matzah. Count off seven more weeks. From Pesach, to Shavuot, from Passover to Pentecost, Easter to Pentecost, and you're measuring the Omer period, the season of counting the Omer, each day counting from one festival to the next one. There's an offering from the community at the outset, waving a sheaf before the harvest can proceed on the day after Sabbath, with lamb and grain offerings to break the fast. And there is an offering at the fiftieth day, a week of weeks, seven times seven, with new grain, Loaves of bread, lambs, bulls, rams, goats, a huge feast and celebration of ingathering at the temple in Jerusalem. By now you might be recognizing the shape of our own great fifty days of Easter season leading from our Passover of Easter to our Pentecost of the gift of the Spirit. Those are ritual calendar enumerations. The stories, the Haggadah, are not found in this text except as white fire between the lines of black fire print in Torah. But just in case you were disconnecting aesthetics and ethics, ritual and routine, rites and rites, the remainder of gleanings, the reminder of gleanings, is made. Do not reap to the edges of your fields. Leave some for the poor and the stranger. Sabbath rest is didactic as well as doxological. We're doing this devotional, this glib liberals reading Leviticus in Tory times, this Easter season, not as an anthropological arm's length curiosity about our neighbors. I am not an academic, nor am I a bureaucrat, not from the academy or the episcopacy, just a pastor. Our culture says, pay yourself first. Resist the claims of the commonwealth, in taxation or in charity. This Leviticus culture says, pay God and the commonwealth first. What do you say? What if we applied gleanings to our own economy that's so focused on productivity and avoiding waste, If we only keep score by quarterly returns to shareholders and ignore the externalized costs to the wider community and environment, the poor lose first and most, but also the workers. And in the end, all of us may be vomited out by the land, as this text would have it. Now, seven months after Shavuot, Pentecost, there is another big festival, begins with another day of complete rest, and then a day of work when the trumpet flows. This is Rosh Hashanah, a festival of the new year. The name comes from Ezekiel 40. Like observance of Rosh Hashanah, developed through exile in Babylon, to its current relationship to Sakat, the season of high holidays, in our fall season, The tradition grew over subsequent centuries. Ten days later, Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, center of the annual cycle. The context for the annual cycle of festival, it serves as a day to reorient and reconcile at the beginning of a new year, to start again at the beginning of the Torah scroll. The observance is emphasized in verse 32 as a Sabbath of complete rest, stricter than the regular prohibition of work on a Sabbath. It omits the Haggadah, but through the air, for those with ears to hear, five days after Yom Kippur comes Sukkot, or the feast of booths, or tabernacles to complete the high holiday season. You take the first day a Sabbath rest, and then you observe for seven days, and then end with another day of rest. This is the end of the agricultural year, of the vintage, the second harvest in the fertile region. Booths are built, lightly begun as shelters for harvesters in the fields, but later associated with tents in the exodus, now ritually prescribed as a reminder of our sojourner heritage as refugees and migrants. The festival ends with a day called Shemini Atzerath, its own festival at the end of Sukkot. Simcha Torah, the celebration of the Torah, the rewinding of the scroll to start again. Okay, this reading of Leviticus is closer to Passover, but watch for the high holidays next fall and see if you can make more sense of it this time. What word do you have for our hearts?